0: You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037TheBuzz and 1037TheBuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to billbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Hopefully everybody had a wonderful weekend. I know I sure did, and it's amazing that we are sitting here towards the end of January at this point in time and kind of get an idea of where this basketball team is going, which we're going to talk a lot about today, as well as some other stuff going on with Razorback Land. It was just nice. It was nice to have a game over the weekend against Vanderbilt that Arkansas won, and one handedly. Uh, it was never really in doubt. Arkansas gets the victory 92-71, to over Vanderbilt and when I when I saw this game and uh was watching it I was just like I I miss this I miss the fact that Arkansas actually got out to a pretty good start and I miss the fact that Arkansas finished strong and I miss the fact that you had guys hitting threes when they were wide open and I miss the fact that you had guys that were making good passes and good decisions when it came to their shots selection and I miss the fact that they were playing good defense and uh, getting a lot of rebounds in this game. So I miss all those things. It was so nice to see, and I wish we could see more of that, and hopefully we can see more of that. But either way, you know, it was a great game. It was a great game by both Moses Moody and Jalen Tate. They were kind of the big ones in this game as far as getting it done. And Moses Moody had 26 points, 8 rebounds, as well as 2 assists for him. And as phenomenal as he played, which is not surprising because Moses Moody is the best player on this team, He also had Jalen Tate go for 25 points, eight assists, five rebounds, and four steals. Only one turnover. That is efficiency, my friends, and that is what we all want to see a lot more of heading into the rest of conference play. Now, you had some other guys pour in some help there as well. You know, Justin Smith had 12 points in this game. He went five from eight from the field. Even Conner Van over hit a three as well. Desi Sills, uh, you know, didn't shoot the ball greatly, but did get seven points for him. Uh, four assists and three rebounds. And off the bench, he didn't have too much, but Vance Jackson comes in, hits a couple of threes. Uh, Devo Davis comes in and hits all his shots, six points. Efficiency, J.D. Notte, uh He takes 10 shots in this game and only makes two. So one of them was a three-pointer at least. He finishes with five points, but either way, overall a great performance by Arkansas. And now they're sitting at four and four in conference play, right back in the mix of trying to get some seating in in the conference. And it's kind of funny because I was looking at the standings. Alabama is eight and zero oh in SEC play, and I don't really think anyone's going to touch them at this point in time, uh, or at least I don't think anyone's going to catch up to them and overtake them as first. I as the way I should say it. But after that, here's the thing: Missouri's four and two, and they're technically second because they haven't played some games due to COVID. But uh, they've only lost two games, so that's why they're technically second. But LSU and Florida are 5-3. and three. Tennessee and Kentucky are 4-3. and three. And then there you are at 4-4. Four and four. So you're not out of the mix of finishing second or third in this conference. Now, again, that's going to be a tall task. But you're still in the mix, and that's what we all want to see, and that's what we're all hopeful for is for just for Arkansas to be in the mix. And right now they're playing like they should be in the mix. Now they have a game against Ole Miss coming up this week, which Ole Miss is not a good basketball team. In fact, if you look at the standings of what they're at, they're three and four, eight and six overall. They have not looked very strong, and I really feel bad actually for Vanderbilt. Uh, they're o for they went o for in conference play. They're going o for in SEC play right now. Their women's basketball program shut down and didn't even play this season. It's got to be a rough time for a Vanderbilt fan, but still, um, you know, there's just there's not really a lot of great teams. In fact, South Carolina's poor. A&M is poor, Georgia's poor, Auburn playing better, but they're still not great, so we're kind of starting to at least really see what this team, or at least what this conference looks like among uh, some of the teams and whether or not they're actually going to be uh, uh, making a trip to the NCAA tournament, or any postseason play for that matter, once it all comes down to the end, but I, I enjoyed it, and I, was, I started thinking about this team and what they could be capable of, and if my expectations have changed or anything like that. And we did a podcast last week talking about that Auburn game and how I was hopeful that after a performance like that where you come from behind and you end up getting a, a much-needed victory, a hard-fought victory, one where you got hit in the mouth and you were the one that came back on it, you know that, that to me was the biggest difference. And seeing how much this team has grown and matured and, and, and developed some mental toughness, And there was very evidence in that game against Vanderbilt that they had that. In fact, going against Ole Miss, I expect them to win that game. That game's going to be in Fayetteville too. And now all of a sudden you're on a three-game win streak. You're above 500 in SEC play. And you still have some tough games. You still have some tough games in the conference. But you at least feel like you have a little bit better grasp and a little more control over uh, what to look at and what to look forward to the most going forward. So uh, great weekend for that matter. But I just like the way this team has responded. And I like how Eric Musselman has tried to do different things to try to figure things out. You know, it's one thing if you see coaches so often in sports just get so stuck in their ways that they refuse to change anything. Like they won't do anything differently, even though it's not working. They won't change starting lineups. They won't change calls. They won't change defenses. They won't change practices. They won't change anything. And sometimes it could work itself out. Sometimes it may work. But in a lot of cases, we see coaches find themselves kind of behind the eight ball because they don't make the necessary changes to try to take that next level and get to that point. And that's what I think Eric Musselman has done a really good job at. And we're going to talk about that uh, more here in just a second. But first, as guys, let's be honest, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. Someone who had to bleach their hair like I had to do, yeah, my identity was pretty obvious what it was. But how it feels, getting that fresh cut, the way it's perfectly styled, you know, you kind of got a little more confidence whenever you got it going on. And that's when we get into our 20s and even our 30s, we start noticing the first signs of hair loss. And it definitely feels like it's panic time because, let's face it, No guy ever wants to go bald. Like nobody's ever said, wow, I really find that guy sexy, that bald, sexy man. Very seldom do we see that. But thankfully, now there's keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. And you can get treated from home. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. And they make it easy and deliver your medication every three months. So you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor's visit. And it's only the two, one of two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. So you may have tried them before, but never at this price and never something that is this good. And thanks to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast right now, we have a deal for you. If you're ready to take action and if you're ready to prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash locked on college to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K E E P S dot com slash locked on college to receive your first month of treatment free. Go ahead, folks. There's nothing embarrassing, there's nothing shameful about losing your hair. Try to keep what you have left with Keeps.com slash college. Okay, so obviously Eric Musselman and has been someone who has gotten a lot of criticisms, whether fairly or unfairly, uh, over the past weeks. In fact, I was someone, one of those people that decided to criticize him for the performance that we were seeing in some of these games and how frustrating it was just to, like, I couldn't figure it out. So it's one thing to lose, but it's one thing to get embarrassed. And Arkansas was getting embarrassed in these games. But that's the thing about Eric Musselman is he didn't stick with just the same thing. He recognized there was a problem. And he recognized that there's something that needs to be done and done now. So instead of just trying to hope that it works its way out, the dude went in and took care of business. The dude said, all right, I'm going to try to do some different things in practice. I'm going to try different starting lineups. I'm going to try different rotations, different matchups really get after some guys for certain things and get after other guys for other things we're going to make this work and now at least at this point in time it seems like whatever he's been doing has been nothing but a positive uh it's it's got a long way to go but it's certainly looking like a much different team than what we saw against Missouri against LSU and against Bama now those three teams are good teams top 25 teams borderline at least Uh, if not all of them they'll be in the NCAA tournament I firmly believe so it's not like you were losing to a team like Vanderbilt but still you don't want to go out and embarrass yourself and that's what Arkansas was doing for those periods of time and it was frustrating and I know it's frustrating for fans and Eric Musselman I think is a guy that's been around for so long he doesn't need to hear from me or from you or from anybody about when his team's not performing well he knows when they're not performing well So instead of just worrying about it or getting pissy about it and trying to lash out at people about it, saying, how dare you question me, he just goes out and says, all right, let's fix this. Let's make this work. Let's try to get it done. And once we get it done, we can see the results from it all. And that's what they're doing right now. So they got to keep it up. But, again, i got to give a lot of credit to Eric Musselman and the job he's doing so far, basing coaches off of not single games but full seasons. There's a lot of season left. Let's see if they can make some things happen. We'll talk about some other news going on in Razorback land here in just a second. But first, we got the Super Bowl already set up, folks. And I'm going to talk about that later in the podcast as well. You got the Chiefs and you got the Buccaneers. You got Patrick Mahomes and you got Tom Brady. We're all going to watch the Super Bowl, maybe even have a Super Bowl party because it's all very enjoyable. But let's make it a little more enjoyable. Why don't you play some bets? Start betting on these games, prop bets, all that fun stuff. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust here on this podcast, and that is betonline.ag. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON, you will get 50% off your welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code On to receive a 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit over at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, we made mention of basketball and great things going on there. And, and luckily, there doesn't seem to be anything too crazy going on with football right now. We'll keep a, that updated as far as a, a new coach possibly at the tight end position. Because Arkansas's needing one as well as some other changes that may be going on. But we don't know anything for certain just yet. But I guess we will find out here shortly. But the main thing, though, is about Razorback baseball, because that's coming up, folks. In fact, if you look at it, we're just less than a month away from when baseball can officially start uh, with that nice little uh, tournament slash series slash event down in Arlington at the Texas Rangers ballpark, where Arkansas is going to be facing some really great teams. Texas Tech, Texas, TCU, Uh, just name a team in Texas and they're probably going to be facing them, but... It's going to be awesome. And Arkansas, of course, under Dave Van Horn, is getting a lot of accolades and uh, a lot of preseason love from some of the outlets out there. In fact, Baseball America has Arkansas at the number 14 team in the country. And it's just funny because anytime the Dave Van Horn and and the Razorback baseball team have some preseason ranking or something like that, I immediately just go, yeah, that's too low. That's too low. In fact, I would even make the guarantee that by the time this baseball season comes to an end, Arkansas will finish higher than 14th. Now, uh, that's not saying they'll go to the College World Series because that's difficult. Let's be honest. Once you get the postseason play, it's not easy. But I'm just saying from the sake of this is a team that always seems to overachieve, especially when people don't think much of them, I don't see this year being any different. And, you know, the pitching is going to be the biggest question. Uh, you know, we'll see what some of these guys can do. You know, guys like Connor Nolan, what's he going to look like? You know, what about Kevin Cops? Because he's going to be back after dealing with Tommy John surgery back in 2018. What's it looking like for him? Uh, you know, and there's some other pieces and some other elements that are going to be in there as well. But the point is is that Dave Van Horn is going to always have this baseball team ready. And to ready to, to take on anybody. And that's where it's like, I see, like for instance, Ole Miss baseball getting number four in uh in college baseball america and everyone's just like oh man this old miss team man they were so good before the season got canceled man they were they were going they were like on a winning streak man and they were like beating louisville and doing these fun celebrations man it was great they're awesome here's the thing go with consistency and winning rather than going with flashiness flashiness is what you see when you got Ole miss it seems like it's just a lot of bros with blonde, bleach blonde hair, hanging out, making TikTok videos, and, and you know, sitting back and, and talking about, you know, what flavor of sunflower seeds they like the best and then trying to make it into an Instagram post. Like, they just seem, there, there's no, there's nothing there. And it bothers me all the time when people are just like, oh, Miss Baseball with the powder blues and they're throwing beer up after every home run. Sweet. What's that got you? What's that got you? nothing no college world series you know what Oma stands for Ole Miss at home again because they constantly blow them up now I know I'm talking to Arkansas and no one wants to hear me talk about Ole Miss except when I'm making fun of them my point is that Arkansas has a machine that is being that is built and that is churning out not only champ championship caliber teams not only teams that are worthy of winning the SEC and playing in the College World Series and even winning the College World Series, they're also producing pros at a very high clip. I'm going to go ahead and bank that one. Nothing against Ole Miss, of course, but I'm going to go with the Razorbacks. I'm going to go with the teams that have been there before. I'm going to go with the teams like LSU or Florida or Texas or All these other franchises or programs that have been there before and there consistently. Give me them over anybody that's not been there before. And that's my other guarantee before we uh, take a commercial break, folks. Arkansas will be a better baseball team this year than Ole Miss. They will finish further in the postseason than Ole Miss. Take it to the bank. I don't know who you can bet on with that, but just make it happen. All right? You know, the thing about this podcast is you hear me talk about Bilt Bar, and I got the whole 18-pack of the different flavors from Bilt Bar, and it's awesome, like, trying out these different flavors and seeing which ones I like and maybe which ones I don't like as much because they're all really good, but they're just so easy, and and it feels like it's – I don't have to worry about cooking breakfast or, you know, having some big snack that's unhealthy for me. Bilt Bar is made perfect for that. It's all for us health-conscious people, and we can lose or maintain our weight. While indulging in something that actually tastes good, and they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high protein, high fiber, and they're great for the keto diet or really any other diet. And the best thing about it is we have a deal for you. If you go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, you'll get twenty percent off your next order. Simple as that. Use promo code locked on for twenty percent off your next order at builtbar.com. It's fast, it's easy, and it's worth it, folks. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on for twenty percent off your next order. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, Super Bowl is, is set, and you got the Chiefs and the Bucks, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady facing off. Not surprising with the Chiefs, and not really surprising with the Bucks. I think everyone expected the Chiefs to win the AFC again. The, the question became, would could Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks go to the Super Bowl in year one with Tom Brady? And especially having to go through the teams like Seattle and Green Bay and, and all of that. Well, they did. And uh, they are going to not be the favorites in this game, but certainly be a force to be reckoned with where it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. Now, you know, we don't have to sit here and talk about the entire uh, Super Bowl and, and all the stuff that comes along with it. Because I think everybody's got their own opinions. Either you like the teams or you don't. You like the quarterbacks, you don't, whatever it is. Here's what burns my biscuits, though. And it happens every year. I'm a Jets fan. They're not going to make the Super Bowl. Like they, if they make the Super Bowl in the next 10, 15, 20 years, then I guess you know, I might as well just get ready for the world to end if they ever get to that point. But I'm, my, my team's probably not going to make it. But I look at the teams that always do make it, or at least the ones that have made it previously. And, and sometimes I just see like all these fans come out of the woodwork that are tweeting about it nonstop during the good times. And I just scratch my head. I'm like, "We you know. I follow you. And I followed you during the regular season. And I don't remember one time you posting about this being your team. But yet come NFC or AFC title game, you open up the floodgates and you're putting out a tweet every 5 minutes about how this game means so much to you and how it's so intense and how you love this team and, you know, that you've been a fan forever." And I'm like, well, "Hold on a second. I'm sorry. I I cannot take anyone seriously in their social media game if you don't put out anything about the team during the regular season, but yet postseason comes along and now you're a tweeting machine. I'm not saying that only fans can be ones on Twitter. I'm just saying if you feel like strongly enough to tweet about it during the postseason, you should at least have a few tweets during the regular season as well, if you're a true fan. And it just seems like that's not the case. I don't tweet a lot about the Jets other than just to make fun of them, but I feel like I've pretty much established it that I am a Jets fan. And let's be honest, nobody's going to ever accuse me of being a bandwagon fan when I'm a Jets fan. So uh, I just I just don't understand it, and it frustrates me. It happened when the Saints won the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, everyone was a Saints fan. Uh, it happened when, uh, of course, this, the Chiefs have really been bad because I think it's a regional thing, but there's a ton of Chiefs fans all of a sudden uh, everywhere out there. Uh, I knew a few of them that did it with the Patriots, too. That was really annoying. But, uh, you know, if the Cowboys ever get in, oh, just lock me up and sail me out to sea. I don't think I'll be able to handle it. But the point is, it's annoying. So if you're one of these people, stop. Either you're a fan that tweets all the time or you're a fan that tweets none of the time. You can't just sit there and tweet during the good times and then act like it means so much to you and so much to your team and how you're just all this fan and you just, you're just crying and you just can't tell get out of here. Be a fan all the time. Stop that nonsense. And honestly, like I said, if you want to be a fan off Twitter on Twitter, it doesn't matter to me. I'm just saying be consistent. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. But either way, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.